Thank you for listening to the program. I appreciate it. I have so many places marked, kind of, I wanted to read from, but I had to choose to to start. Um, Paul's letter to Corinthians, uh, chapter 2. I came to you not in excellency of speech or of wisdom in declaring to you the testimony of God. I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, fear, trembling. My speech and preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, His words, uh, His speech, His preaching. And, And so that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. And there again, I guess I'm reading out of the trans, but most would say mature. And that's a, a better, that's complete is, is the meaning, is that you've, you've completed. Um, and he's talking about here in a minute the deep things of God and, and versus what? The shallow things? Well, it's milk and meat. It's the deep things of God that he talks about here in verse 10 that God has revealed to us. and But he's writing to them saying what I'm talking about and telling you the power of it is not in the words and or the, or I mean the way I use words or, or how I go about it or man's way or wisdom or, he just got through talking about he that glories, let him glory in the Lord. <clears throat> and and uh, you see that we're not, we're, he's, God's chosen the foolish things of the world, so uh, no flesh should glory in his presence. But you're in him, made unto him, in Christ, unto God, who is of God, made unto us wisdom, righteousness. It's all in him. We're, we're complete in him. Paul says that. But he's saying here, I came to you to talk to you about that, about him. And he goes on here and he says, but it's written, I is not seen, and this is a familiar verse, uh, I guess, to people, but uh, it's written, I is not seen or ear heard, uh, or neither has entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed unto us by his Spirit. See, this is a verse that it may, you say, stand alone, I might say, but n- not really. <laughs> the next verse, so-called, the sentence continues on, as it were, the thought, but uh, it has been revealed to us. It has entered into our heart. And because the Spirit searches all, knows all, the deep things of God, and He's been revealed unto us, the milk, that's what He says to them here, the natural man, and the things we speak, are not in man's wisdom, but it's in God's wisdom. And he says over here, then, brethren, I wished I could, brethren, I wished I could speak to you as spiritual. But you're babes in Christ. You're in the carnal. You're in the flesh. I feed you with milk, but not with meat, because before now you weren't able to bear it, and neither now are you, because you're still carnal. Why? Because there's envy and strife and division among you. And he goes on to talk about uh, these things to them. And and before that, though, he says to them in this letter to them, I imagine him being there, I don't know, but uh, this is powerful in the way that God reveals it to you by his Spirit, what he's saying, and the deep things of, 
of God are the complete, the perfect things, as it were, the completion, them that are mature. When you, then you understand what it is he really wants and that your faith really stands in and, and what it is to be called and, and be faithful and do your duty. And we're looking at that last time to, to love him with all your heart and mind and those that he lives in, you love as because of who they are because of who he is in you and all that has to work or it doesn't work or something's not right but but eye has not seen ear heard entered into the heart of man things god prepared but god has revealed them unto us by his spirit because the spirit knows all the spirit of god even the deep things yeah even the deep things of god for what man knows the things of a man like solomon said who knows the spirit of man well somebody can say yeah i know what you mean because we're a human being. We may not have went through what they went through, and it's not the same, but the feeling, yeah, more or less, live very long, you'd know what you, the things of a man. And the spirit of a man in the man understands what the spirit of another man would say about whatever. Even so, then, the things of God uh, knows no man, like the man himself knows him, the spirit of man which is in him knows. And what who, he's really saying, who knows yourself like you know yourself but you could at least know each other in a way we can know about god that way but we can't know him in the way that like we know ourselves. we'd still say i would say even marriage uh we're supposed to be see that's that gets into what is that but but to to know a, a person to know him and and the things of god knows no man but the spirit of god now we have received the Spirit which is of God, that we, in order that we might, we can know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we speak, not in man's wisdom, but in the power of the Spirit, comparing spiritual with spiritual. The Spirit of God, the things of the deep things of God, if, and that Spirit is in you, and Paul's writing to people that, brethren, that it, that's true, then through that you have been revealed at least the principles, the elements of who he is uh, to be saved. And at first maybe there was that love that, that maybe is not, and for in my case sure wasn't after a while, but, but the things of God is only known by the Spirit of God in us. And we have received not of the Spirit of the world, cosmos, cosmos, I think this is, yeah, world system and the is um, in the world. There's anyway different words, but I wanted to get to the deep things of God for us that believe, and it's been revealed to us. The deep things of God are the things that God has prepared for man that can't enter into the lost man. That's true, but then the saved man that he enters into, then there can be that break of fellowship. And that's what he's saying down here. The natural man doesn't receive the Spirit of God. They're foolishness to him, or at least they're not. he's not able to discern them. They're spiritually discerned. And brethren, I can't speak unto you as spiritual because you can't discern it. That's, it's obvious that's what he's saying. So when we're in fellowship with the Lord, we can not intellectually look at this and read and see and understand, but through feeling and and actual living and being in your heart 
and it enters into your heart because he has entered into our heart. Like Paul said, don't you know to these very people, don't you know that you are the temple of the Spirit, that he's, like Paul said, it's me, but it's not me. Who I really am is him living in me. And we're given a new spirit. And like he said to the woman, you remember, he said the time is coming and now is. And he was talking to them a lot in that phrase, he's, he's always, that being the promise of the Spirit. And starting with Jeremiah and Ezekiel, six, seven hundred years before that, and Isaiah there more or less same time saying he will come this way and you call him God because he's the Messiah the promised seed anyway from to Adam and Eve a seed will be born and so when he comes you call him God and then uh, Jeremiah and Ezekiel and the the prophets uh, pro- prophesied in, in hundreds of years before he came that he'll be born of a virgin and and that that the promise of the spirit not only be born of a virgin like Isaiah said mostly but then the the promise of the spirit is that it's made known like Paul says here in Colossians one of the places I have marked where he said the mystery which been from the ages from but now is made manifest to his saints and God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is Christ in you the hope of glory. And that's the gospel he preached to believers, that Christ is in you, the hope of glory. And he calls it a mystery. And it's been hidden. And, and yeah, there's other mysteries like uh, uh, the mystery is we won't all sleep and the mystery that the Gentiles are grafted in. But you go back to, and I should have said it the first, the mystery is a person. He entered into the world to make a way for himself to then enter into us. And that is salvation. He is eternal life. Forgiveness of sin is one thing. The Spirit of God coming into your spirit and you receiving that spirit and you don't have the other spirit, although you have the nature and the mind and all that still fully able to keep going. But you do have a new heart. You do know him. And that's your reward. It really is. And Paul says here, I'm not going to beguile you with enticing words. About what? I want you to be steadfast in what you've received. Walk in it, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith. And beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy or vain deception. And it's pretty easy to guess what, and that's that... No, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way because it's too hard. And it is. And the parable he gave of the servants, the unfaithful one, pretty much what he said was, what you ask is basically you're unfair. It's too hard. You ask something out of nothing almost. And what was in the garden? Wasn't that about the message? Is Well, God's unfair. He's, what's he doing? Look at this. He's asking... <laughs> You know, I don't know, anything uh, questioning God is not good in in a way, unless, I guess, a genuine question. I don't, you know what I mean, though. But questioning in the way of, eh, really, what you say, is that really true? You're going to die, really? And see, I know, and we know, you're not. we're not going to die, be snuffed out, because we're in him, he's in us, you uh, and because he made the way. And when he came into the world, uh, he was not of the world. He said, I'm not of here. I'm from above. You're from here. 
You're, we're a creature. We were. But that's what Paul is saying to them. What you're not aware of, and it's a mystery in the way of, it's mysterious, and it is. It is, to me, anyway, to understand that the Spirit of Almighty God, the Creator of the universe, that very same Spirit, that person, lives in me, and actually I am that, a new creature. I've been given a new spirit. Now, I can be in the old nature, and I don't know the difference hardly, and I wonder what happened. But I know I remember, and that's where the Lord said, remember the first works. And Peter said, stir up your memory, remember these things, that it really did happen. The Spirit of God really came into you and became you. And you say, well, yeah, but I'd be, you know. No, he would said, I'm the Son. He's the Father. But we have the very same Spirit. And when we live in you, then you'll be one with us and we'll all be one. And the people that I live in, you'll be one with them. And if you're not, and you may have to avoid them. He says that even when they're completely out of order for, your, for everybody's good. But in your heart, you know them, that who they are is who they'll be in me. And that's who they are now. And they don't even realize that. They're blinded. Like you said, you think you see, but you're blind. Blinded by the strength of the flesh. But the deep things of God and the, the, are the love. It is. That's what he says in Hebrews. Move on from knowledge and learning over and over the elementary things. And those are good, but they're like the milk. They're for a reason. And that's to move on to maturity, which is to know the love, the deep things of God. It's to be like knowing a person. Well, you get to know them and everything, and then uh, I guess most of the time, you might say at first, oh, I love them with all my heart. But down the road, appear, uh, uh, assuming it's uh, a, a genuine thing or not, you know, you, you're going to say, no, I finally, I do know the person now. I, I know the deep things of the, what do you mean deep things? Well, I, I know them. I love them. They love me. And it's beyond words, really, but, but I know them. Paul just said, I just want to know him. That's the deep things of God. These things have been given unto us. He's in our heart. We're born again, if you are. And these things are prepared for us because we love Him, because He first loved us. But it's not that they're heaven waiting for us. They can be had now. That's what Paul said. They need, they should be straight, uh, you know, now, uh, not then. I don't know how the, what the saying now is. Uh, well, that was then, this is now. Well, it's going to be then pretty soon, and that'll be now, and that's what they're saying. Then the opportunity will be over. But right now, He has entered into your heart, and you can love Him with all your heart, and you can love each other, even though love is not always what humans might say it is. Oh, well, you're supposed to. No, it's His love, and that's easily seen in here if you want to look and study and read. And you can call it tough love. I don't know, I guess. Uh, but Laodicea, he's shut the door. I can't take it. And he's knocking on the door saying, hear me. I love you anyway. I do love you. Hear me. On that alone, if you got ears to hear, hear what I'm saying to you. All I'm asking you to do is come and live with me. Be in me. Abide in me and my love. If that's not enough, I was thinking about that a little while ago. Um, somebody, you know, how would I answer somebody? Say, well... You know, to uh, let's go backward, to reverse back to eternity past when just God, Father and Son, the love they had and everything. Uh, if you could enter into that and, and be pure like they were and be a 
be not be the third person as it were the spirit of god become you and you could be as it were like them and wouldn't that would that be enough <clears throat> well we'd all say uh yeah yeah what else could there be well that's what i'm saying that's what the lord's saying that's all there is is to know him we're complete in him in him is all the treasure and knowledge of the wisdom of God. And Paul says, I come to you in that wisdom. And if you hear me, it'll be powerful in you. And uh, before I run out of time, which it's almost, I guess, but I, I don't know. I, I like words. And I hopefully, you know, this is different than radio. Uh, you, you didn't know who might be listening to radio or you didn't know for sure who was or not or what. It was really a completely different than podcasting now that it's settled down i know uh i don't know the people at all but i mean I, whoever <clears throat> excuse me whoever it is is going to be listening from time to time because they want to for whatever reason and that settles itself out after a while whereas radio it would have never settled like that it, it it's it's a whole different idea in a way but anyway, the the thing is here about all this is, in my mind, if a person, if we don't understand the mystery, and mystery is, it's it's called the deep things of God, but the word mystery is, I like it because the Greek word anyway is, it sounds like it, the English word, it's not transliterated, uh, but, it, but it's, what do they call it, um, I don't know, anyway, mysterion. <laughs> you know, you can hear a mystery in there, Mustavion, but it's a, a secret or a mystery. It's a hidden thing, even though it's known, but you can't say it, that, that kind of a hidden thing. Like he said, this has been known in ages past, but it's been hidden. But now it's being shown to you, shown to you the promise of the Spirit of God that, that it would come and live. When Messiah comes, I will put my spirit into you. I will give you a new heart. So you can keep my commandment. See, that was what they would have looked forward to. That even today, is it changed? No, it'd be the same thing. And uh, did they all understand or aware of that? No. But to say you believe that, and or say it's happened to you, that the Spirit of God has come into you, and that's who you are, part of, or it, or not even that, but but uh, an amount of. The very spirit of Almighty God, that's who you really are. If you are purified and run through the judgment and purified through the fire, and that's who, who you really are going to be for eternity, uh, that's who you are now in there. I mean, you get rid of everything but that. But still, and, and like the person would say, isn't that an, is, and that's what Paul's saying, isn't, isn't he enough? He doesn't need anything. We don't need anything. He doesn't need, all he wants is our love. All we need is his love. And he said, if you really love me, you'll love each other. That's how you'll know. And the world will, even the unbelievers will know. But anyway, the word deep in um, the mystery is, is a mystery that, this idea of being silent, the, the deep mystery is what I'm calling all this, Christ in us. That that's the mystery he calls that over in Colossians the mystery which is Christ in you and it's the hope we have that he's in us that's the inheritance the the what do you call it the earnest 
uh, of our inheritance, the down payment, as it were, but but the Spirit of God. And, and so what's the inheritance? It's going to be the same money. You give a person $100 as earnest money. Well, he expects 900 If you owe him 1000 he expects 900 not in coins or, or, or I mean, not in uh, fruit or vegetables, but he expects it in currency, just like he So the inheritance we have coming, that's why I say he is our reward. He is our inheritance. That's why I'm making it and having it and growing in it now while the opportunity is there because it, as it were, will be set your position in him as it were when this opportunity is over. I don't know. It's, and, 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 and that's why Paul says, we preach this and warn every man. And another place he says, knowing how, how, ter- how, how terribly important it is that we, in order that you can be presented before him and stand before him, completed and mature, having learned that it's all about him and loving him because he is love. It ain't, it's, <laughs> he's not all about love. He is love. And so it, it's a, you say, wow, what a mystery. Yeah, yeah, Mustavion. It, it's a idea of, you know, but you can't say. Like Paul said, I, I can't even say. But. But, but you know, see, so I don't know, it's a mystery of Christ in us. But the word deep, anyway, is, um, I probably shouldn't worry about it, but I, I like the word because you think of the deep, and, it, and it's used like this. Uh, oh, I don't know, launch out into the deep was one. Launch out into the deep. And then you think of the ocean, the trench, down there deep. And the demons besought him, you remember, they said, uh, don't, don't cast us out into the deep. Don't send us into the deep. And Paul talked about, well, like, who shall descend into the deep? But just the idea of it. And um, it's a really powerful word. And and it's like in the, the power is in the deepness of it, the extent of it. The, the implication is as going down. You just keep going down. And, man, this is so profound. We're getting so deep. Yeah, and we're still going down. Wow. You know, bathos, <laughs> this is a profundity. This is a mystery. How can we keep going down? And I, Well, I don't know. That's Christ in us. And I, I began to, the Lord here not all that many years ago woke me up to this. Now, he saved me over 40 years ago, but I don't know. I think I did what everybody apparently does, but I just did it for a long time. I wasn't Rip Van Winkle 20 years or whatever. It was... 35 if it was you know and and i went to sleep on it and i thought well i was doing the best i can i'll go to heaven yeah that's true but but he woke me up to the opportunity though no if you by faith will do this you can accomplish and receive an inheritance that you're not going to have if you don't now that's a hard thing and i've seen that will divide people and that's why I say the listeners of the podcast, maybe it won't divide you or it already would have because I pretty much talk about it anyway. But anyway, it's all in here when you he opens your, and you start seeing it. It's all about that. It's not just a saying it's all about him and his love. No, it is. And he's in us. And that's what it's about, him in us. It's not about even us in him. It is in a way that the son could say, would he say, oh, it's about me and him. That's what it's about. No, he didn't say that. He said, no, it's about the father in me. See, so it's easy enough to take direction from him. And who am I to say? <laughs> I don't know. But I remember being lost when 
I hadn't heard or seen. There was no way in the world the things of Christ had entered into my heart. All I thought was he was a man lived to what, 2,000 years ago? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Great man, yeah, I don't know. But it doesn't matter to me. I don't want to live anymore. But he came into my, and, and uh, he confronted me and uh, saved me. But then I went to sleep and forgot about him as it were. Tried my best and all this and that, but I didn't read and study, even as a preacher. And that man, that's hard to admit, but I still didn't do it. And uh, but a few years ago, he did wake me up to know before your life's over. And now I'm uh, almost seventy. Yeah, I'm. I mean, just weeks from now. And yeah, yeah, I'll give you seventy years. Well, technically, see, and all of a sudden, I think, no, don't wait until the life. No, I have waited to <laughs> to wake up. But a few years ago, anyway, he woke me up, or I still wouldn't have. So I still have to say what Paul's saying here. It's all about him. And all thanks goes to him. It ain't nothing I did or nothing I could do. If I'd been on the radio 130 years plus, it wouldn't have mattered. That's not the issue. My heart is the issue. What has entered into me is his spirit, him. And like the question I ask, if you could go back to eternity past before and be part of that, wouldn't that be enough? We'd all say, oh, yeah. So if we got to heaven and there's nothing there but him, that'd be enough, right? Oh, yeah, it would be. And we should be able to answer that. And I'm being a little, what do they call it, facetious, something like that, asking that kind of question, because I ask those questions of myself. I heard somebody the other day say, you know, the best, uh, I ask myself the best questions. <laughs> and, and I ask myself the hardest questions, the very hardest ones I can ask when I'm trying to study and look and see and how he puts it. And like I told somebody, you look me up on another day out here working on the truck, might be a different story. But right now, trying to understand the things of God and talk about them and even do my little part that's just even trying to understand. I am. I'm being truthful with you. I'm I'm looking at this, searching this, and I want to know the power of the Spirit of God in the inner man that's able to, that I can wake up. That's what he put before me here a few years ago. Is, yeah, you can. And I found out, yeah, you can. But then you'll fall. But you can get back up. That's why my favorite verse, that was why, I guess, out of the Old Testament always has one of them that has been is a righteous man falls seven times, but seven times he'll get up. Thank you for listening to the program.